back to the It's Time podcast. I'm Mariah. Mar- <laughs> I almost like combined our names together. I was thinking about your name when I was saying my name, and I was like, Mariah Lee. I- I'm Mariah Lee. I'm Mariah Lee. I'm Mariah, not Kaylee. <laughs> I've completely given up on like you introducing yourself. I just like completely took over. Good, as you should. Is that okay? Because <laughs> I have no intentions of introducing myself ever. <laughs> Intros are literally the worst. Like, I just want to just start chatting, but. I guess that's not how these things work, considering it's a podcast. We should have something at the beginning, right? Um, I I feel like we haven't done this in so long, and it's only been a week since we recorded. But I agree. I'm like, it's been forever. I don't even know how this works. I don't know why this last week felt like a fucking year. I know. But I mean, because it's been rough. But like, hasn't it been rough? Like, <laughs> it's not necessarily new. That's um, fair. But no, I know what you mean. It, it's we. Hello, everyone. Um, <laughs> I'll just start off by saying, like, because we haven't really done this in a while, we kind of just get into our episodes with assuming that like the people listening are the same people listening but like maybe this is the first time you're listening to this podcast I have no idea and if you are (laughs) you're gonna hear a lot of different things on this podcast we are not like a one train show I don't know if that's a phrase but a one train show a one a one path I think one, I think you put two things together, but I couldn't tell you what like two, two they are. Like two sayings into one. We're not a one-track like train. A one we're not a one-track show. show. One-track mind. <laughs> you know, we we really go all over the place. and But I actually think that's kind of what makes our show interesting is we're not like, we're not, because I trust, I've worked in the, in the podcast industry, so this is where I come from. And I've worked with a lot of clients where you would record like an entire season of a podcast in the matter of a few weeks. Um, and you'd have like everything scripted and you would have all the episodes planned, which that is great in its own way as well. But we really, <laughs> my wife <laughs> texted me. It's so... Oh, that th- really threw me off. I thought, I don't even, sorry. <laughs> Spicy little text. Okay. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, sorry. He very much distracted me, but we we let our episodes be our episode ideas run by whatever we're going through in life and so every week you'll probably hear us talk about the same some of the same things for sure but something different because like today's episode was literally like Kaylee was texting me about some stuff she's going through and I'm like the unknown sucks and then I was like let's just fucking do the episode about the unknown because I'm also going through some of that 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 same type of thing right now we're both experiencing this like uncertainty of our life and not like future far away like future soon like this year future so which is scary because it's we have no time it feels like um but yeah long story short we cover a lot of different things here and yeah, we really just let the the topic flow, the conversation flow based on what we're going through and how we're feeling. And so this is like the, the raw and honest podcast, which a lot of podcasters like to say theirs are, but I can tell you they're not. 
just from Ron someone who was in the industry. One. <laughs> Ronis. Um, I know word. that there are other podcasters like us. I'm not saying we're the only people. I don't want to sound like a snob, but I'm just a bit going off of the honest of the popular ones. But yes, today we are going to be talking about the unknown and how fucking scary that can be. But that's literally what life is. We cannot see the future. Thank God, because that would probably be horrible. And it's something that we all have to live with. And we're two people that have anxiety. And so that's even just, it just makes it even more intense. Um, I'd love to have a plan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Kaylee, I think this will be interesting because we are very different in, in like a technical way when it comes to that kind of thing. But I think it'll be cool to hear like our both, both of our perspectives on the situation because we're both going through kind of similar, different, but like similar yeah, things, which include both of our careers actually. So they are similar. Um. I don't know. I think the unknown thing is like when you're young and the unknown is you're like when you're an adult and you're young and it's like, oh my God, who am I going to be when I'm an adult? That's like exciting because you're a kid and you can imagine yourself being literally anything. And all of that is possible because you're not there yet. And it's so far away. Um, And then when you're living it and you're like oh this is I'm 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 in this unknown now like yeah it's a completely it's terrifying not it's not a concept yeah we're actually experiencing it and I don't know I feel like the like existential unknown or I don't know the career unknowns or relationship unknowns is just kind of debilitating in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of makes it hard, I think, to live. Like, for me, it kind of, like, gets in the way of me living a day-to-day, like, productive life because I'm so fucking stressed out and yeah. overwhelmed and overthinking the unknown that I actually, like, don't even, like, can't get to, like, anything throughout my day to, like, help with the situation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I totally get that. It's like when you have so many things to do that you just don't do anything because yeah, there's just so many things. (laughs) Like I'll just sit on my phone and scroll because like, this is too much. I can't. Well, I think part of it is like, we both have multiple unknowns going on right now. So it's like, it's one thing to feel like there's something up in the air in your life, Mm -hmm. but honestly we both have really big like like (laughs) that's true life-changing huge unknown things happening so it's it's not like okay I can continue on in my life in this way and like that Mm -hmm. will just work itself out like we'll Mm -hmm. we'll figure it out when we get there it's like okay well how do I plan this when I don't know this but I can't plan this because I also don't know that that's exactly yes and it gets like backed up yeah in your brain it's like a planning traffic jam. That's literally what it is. That's what 
Louis, stop drinking out of the sink. <laughs> I honestly think that's like one of the biggest triggers for my anxiety. It's like, do you ever feel like if anyone close to you asks you about any of it, you're just like, you get defensive? Like, my mom will be like, well, like, That's what are you going to do? That's my reaction to all things. Yeah. <laughs> when my family asks me questions. It's not just that. <laughs> but, like, yeah, my mom will be like, so, but, like, okay, Mariah, like, if you're doing this, how are you going to? And I'm like, I don't fucking know because I don't know anything. Because yeah. how am I supposed to do anything when I don't know anything? <laughs> it's like, fuck me. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to figure anything out? And I'm like, is this what adulthood is? Like, are we just going to have to learn how to deal with this because that's what adulthood is or are we gonna like find some type of like conclusion and then we'll adapt like well I guess it's also the unknown I think think we brought up that question before in a slightly different way of is this what adulthood is like feeling like you have your life together your shit together one Mm -hmm. day or one week and then mm-hmm. the next week you're in like a deep, dark depression or you feel like right. everything's falling apart. And now you have all these unknowns. And I was talking to my coworker after school today. She's in her like mid thirties. And I literally asked her that. I was like, is this, oh. is this what being an adult is? Like one day I think I have my shit together and the next day I don't. She's like, Yeah. I mean, Fuck. I was hoping you were going to say it. something else. No. She's <laughs> no, said, that is yes. what it is. So it's something we have to live with to a certain extent. But I don't think it's always going to feel so high stakes. Yeah. I I, everything yeah. feels really high stakes right now because of the period of life we're in. Mm-hmm. Like we're in a building stage. Not that you're not always going to be building your life. Yeah. But we're building foundations in our career we're building foundations well I'm not you're building foundations in a relationship (laughs) like there's yeah things that are like they've just started you know yeah so and I feel like in our it was kind of similar in a sense our our decision adult decision making episode I think we talked a lot about like how it is so intense because it's the first time that this specific thing we've been experiencing it and feeling it. And that's like why your mid twenties and late twenties are so intense. And not that you've never experienced like the unknown, but like we said in that episode, the decision-making episode, it's a different type. And like, this is the first time we're experiencing this specific process Mm -hmm. and it's just the stakes are so much bigger now. Yeah. And that's what's so fucking scary but I do I do have hope that like we will just learn to adapt and I mean other adults do it right so <laughs> we can too right <laughs> yeah we got this we can do it <laughs> si puede. but yeah, I'm like, do we get into specifics on unknown stuff? I mean, I don't really feel like we have to be specific. We can kind of loosely just say. <laughs> it's like. It's the un- 
how do I phrase this? It's like the unknown when there's a deadline. It's like, you know that something is going to have to like come up. Something is going to have to yes. be the answer in this situation and it's coming, but like, like this I, date is going to come Yeah, and either something will have changed in that yeah. time or it is what it is. Or you're right. going to find out this new piece of information all before that deadline. Yeah. And you don't know when that information is going to come. Yeah. And that sucks I mean, by the fucking way. That yeah. Sucks. Waiting the anticipation. And I, I had something similar to this feeling in like the beginning of the year. Was it the beginning of the year? End of last year um, with some of this kind of thing. And there was so much buildup of the unknown of like um getting an email what is the email gonna say I can't plan my the rest of my year until I get this email letting me know one of two things and it's like the buildup of the stress was so intense but when I got that email and like when I was just like faced with it mm-hmm. a lot of that stress kind of like went away not to say that the situation itself didn't have wasn't stressful because a lot yeah. of things are but the weight on my shoulders it's like one of those situations where you can feel the weight lifting um so I just yeah I think it has a lot to do with the anticipation anticipation and once you like I don't know maybe there's a way to like train yourself to be like okay I will get this information at some point I don't have it right now there's literally nothing I can do right now and if there is something you can do maybe you try to work towards that or do it but I think with what we're talking about it's like not really anything we can do right now like we're doing everything we can yeah and we're waiting and Salem do you have to eat right now I can't can you hear that okay (laughs) it's like eating right next to me um what was I saying I don't even know but is there a way to train your brain yeah but I think that because I know that and when I've worked through a lot of my anxiety whether that's been therapy or psychics um I've always been told like just stop and like remind yourself that this is not which I'm sure in some cases it could be kind of like a life or death type of vibe but like in a lot of the situations it's not life or death which is like we are in America and things are crazy so I'm that is the situation a lot but like just it's just about like reminding yourself and telling yourself that like I'm not in control of this specific thing like it's going to happen on its own trust the process trust the universe um which is obviously fucking hard and like I have to work on that literally every day yeah it's like shit. I literally have to like and some days I'm really good at talking to my brain and being like and other days like I cannot even do that I just have to sit in this anxiety bubble um so I'm sure I don't know it's probably a combination of being an adult and anxiety which obviously makes it fucking harder (laughs) um shout out to you neurodivergent people yeah y'all get it y'all get it (laughs) but yeah yeah, it's brutal out here yeah with people with anxiety having no control over a situation is rough Mm -hmm. and that's all I talked about in therapy today was control. Really? Control. Like that's what I'm struggling with the most is that there's literally nothing I can do 
mm-hmm. about this situation. Yeah, I'll just say it because it really it doesn't matter. It's not like yeah, yeah. Sure, Plus, it highlights how fucked up our education system is. So, mm-hmm. for some people, this might not sound like a big deal after how I've just been talking about it. But I've been at my school for two years. And in the spring, they look at enrollment and the district decides like, okay, are we overstaffed here? Are we understaffed here? Which that is where the issue lies because all the district is doing, because that's all the government has funded them to do, is trying to save as much money as possible by keeping Mm -hmm. as few full-time bodies as possible because it's way easier to, you know, bring on a couple of like part-time, I don't know how much our instructional assistant makes, like $16 an hour or something, if I had to guess. Jesus. Yeah. Bring on a few of those people versus pay someone a salary, you know? So our enrollment is low as of now, which always changes by late summer. So they're just being fucking stupid. But that means that there has to be one classroom teacher at my school that needs to get moved somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Not fired, but just like moved to another school that has higher enrollment. And because I'm newer to the district and a bunch of other variables, it's very likely that it's going to be me. And they announced this last week. And I'm just like fucking waiting to hear. Like there's, really, wanna... there's nothing yeah. I can do about it. There's nothing I can change. Like they have their criteria they look at and HR decides based off who checks what boxes, like who's the person that has to move. Yeah. And it's the stress of not being in control of that. Like I I literally multiple times, they give you a 24 hour period after they announce it where someone can volunteer to move. And I shit you not right before that 24 hours went up. I was like, what if I just do it? Yeah. Not because I want to, but because at least then I know it's me. Yeah. At least then, you know, and you're able to process the emotions and then start to plan for your other path. When right now it's like, what do you plan for? Because you could still be at the school or maybe you're not. Mm -hmm. And as far as you know, it could go either way, even if you think it's going one way, but you can't really plan yet. So you can't process exactly. your emotions yet. And so it's literally I, I don't just know like, what feelings to feel. Like I've talked right. myself into it being me. Yeah. I'm pretty certain it's down to me and this one other girl. And if you really look at the criteria, I think technically it's supposed to be me. So, and in my, this is how my brain works. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell myself it's me and I'm going to feel upset yeah. about it. And I'm going to feel all the feelings so that if it's not me, I can be pleasantly surprised. Whereas if I'm like, oh, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And maybe it won't be me. Maybe it'll be her. Then if it is me, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're preparing your emotions for the situation. But have like, do you think you fully accepted that it'll be you? Or do you think a part of you is still? No, there's absolutely a part of yeah. me that's still hoping. So it's like, even though I've been having breakdown after breakdown, mm-hmm. upset about it as if it is true, there's still this little thought that's like oh but it could be her yeah you know like maybe it won't be you you haven't heard anything yet so then you can't like you said fully yeah accept it like I just need to know 
either way. And if it is me, that's going to fucking suck. And I'm going to have another breakdown. But at least then I can process and I can move forward and I can figure out what requests I want to make about where I go. And like, right. do I want to move to a school that has a later start time or like, yeah, all of these things. I don't know. So now you're just sitting there. Like, it's not like you can move to that yet. It's so it's like a fucking cloud over you. Just like waiting for it to pass. Um, yeah. Looming. And if, if that doesn't like, if you can't process how intense that is like you just probably don't understand like how much goes into being a teacher because I don't know I feel like if if you can understand like what goes into teaching and like like think about it it's not like every single grade every single school everyone does the same thing so if you're constantly moving around I assume that it feels like you can never like put down roots and like fully like have a grasp on the job you're doing yeah I have I'm no idea what the fuck I'm doing because I've been teaching for three years and I've taught three different fucking grades. Yeah, and if so... it's me that gets moved, what happens is they plug me in wherever they have already realized a need somewhere else. So let's say like another elementary school knows that based on their retirements, they need a third grade teacher. Well, mm-hmm. I don't get a say as to what grade I'm going to teach. They just go, oh, well, Kaylee needs to leave her school. So let's move her to this third grade position grades and I've been teaching for four years and I've taught four different grades like I have no control over that and the lack of control yeah and teaching different grades is literally a completely different job like you switch grades you switch curriculums right which like last year I wasn't really teaching reading was I teaching my low kids how to read yes but I was more so teaching comprehension in second grade first grade I have to teach them to read Mm. like to look at letters that come together to make a word and figure out what the fuck it says yeah like everything changes when you switch grades so my entire job description changes based off of where I'm at and it's like okay what am I planning for yeah I mean it all comes back back to that essentially I'm I mean like Kaylee said earlier like there are multiple things in life right now that were that this is coming up for us but honestly I keep going back and forth between what is causing me the most stress the most and stress. I yeah and I think <laughs> It's because two of my biggest stressor unknowns right now are connected because mm-hmm. they affect the other. Like I'm talking like where I will be living in the next few months, who I will be living with. And I can only get through those things if my job situation works itself out. And if you're fucking somebody looking for a job right now, you can, you know, it's literally fucking impossible. There are literally no jobs. It's, it's absolutely horrible right now and scary and it's like you need one thing to do the other and I'm still trying to do the one thing so I can't plan for the other when I I can say too I don't know why I'm being so like (laughs) but like to live with my boyfriend is the plan but like he is fully ready right like not that everything's perfect but he has his 
everything's planned out for him to where we can live together when we planned on it and that's fine Mm -hmm. and so he's kind of just like so it's like also not only affecting me like he's waiting on me too yeah yeah he's like so again like have you figured this out asking me to update him I'm like I will update you when there's something when there is a reason to <laughs> but if I haven't said anything then just know I'm still fucking struggling and upset and like I, I just have no good news um so I literally like don't know fucking anything and you know what the more that I don't know anything the more I want to fucking leave everything behind and fucking run away yes yes like <laughs> it's too much I gotta go because I'm like talk about trusting the universe it's like you start to overthink (laughs) the unknown you're like okay well is it whatever is happened supposed to happen I am supposed to stay at this school or I'm supposed to go somewhere else and that introduces new people or blah 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 or I have other unknown shit that's going on in my life too that Mm -hmm. basically is making me feel like all of the things that tied me here are now like loosened and I'm like mm. is this the universe's way of telling me to get the fuck out of America because it's crumbling let's sever your ties yeah really, you just fucking move to London and go be <laughs> an au pair and meet a literally tall skinny man in a suit in a suit on the tube <laughs> the poverty the tube it's like the more unknown situations there are the more doors open not necessarily like easy to get through but like well I fucking don't know if I'm gonna do this so like what if I do that so what what if if I I just did that that instead because I don't know if I'm gonna do that yet like Yeah. yeah it's it's like when you're younger and for a lot of us it's like well you go to college so like that's the door that I'm going to go through because that's just kind of like what is already planned for me. And now we're adults and no one's telling us what to do. I mean, maybe some of our parents are like, get a fucking job, you loser. Or (laughs) 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 not speaking from my own situation. (laughs) Um, But I mean, obviously there's still pressure to do certain things, but essentially we can choose what fucking door we go through. And that makes it fucking more intense but also great, very good. We should be able to make those decisions for ourselves, but it makes it hard to choose because if like, I see so many TikToks. Now there's so many options on the table. Yeah. It's like, well, do I want to climb the corporate ladder and be this fucking CEO badass? Do I want to like teach English in another country and like live in a shack? Do I want to like move to this tropical place and like live on the beach and be a surfer? Do I like, there's so many things so many lives I could so many lives to live and it's like what the fuck do we do it's like almost sometimes I'm envious of the people that are like head down follow the corporate America life I mean I'm not because I would hate that but there's something so easy about that of like this is what you do I don't even have to think twice about it like I've always done this yeah it might not be easy throughout but the track is easy right and if you get off track like you get laid off or Mm -hmm. you know whatever it is it's like okay well this is how I get back on the track right to apply to this kind of job you know that that's where you're gonna go back to yeah I need to make these kind of posts on LinkedIn and connect with these kind of people and go to these kind of dinners so I can make the connections so I can stay on that path right oh see that sounds nice like 
literally yesterday I was like, maybe I should become a fucking organizer and like make a TikTok and like organize people's pantries and closets because I genuinely enjoy doing that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, maybe I should make this my career and have this be the way I make money. And like, okay, I better make a TikTok account and like really do this. And then today I'm like, well, <laughs> is that reasonable? Like, should I be focusing on like a job with benefits? You know, so it's like, because I don't have well, that one thing to go back to. I am the type of person that literally wants to do so many things. I want to do everything and experience everything once. So like, I don't know where in this point in my life, what path, what door should I be going through right now? Like, I have no idea. And then when you add the layer of us being in America and right. having healthcare being tied to a certain kind of job yeah yeah that complicates everything too conditional life it's like I've always I always wanted to be I've always been very like not into the corporate life like that's never been anything I've ever wanted but I'm sure a lot of you would agree once you're an adult it's like hard to not like obviously I don't want to work a nine-to-five I don't want to sit in an office and do that but man, do I want the money and the benefits? Yeah, to not understand some of the appeal. Like, like, like I just, I've always, like, when I was younger, was like, because I was a fucking went to college as a film major, and the amount of fucking times I was told, like, you'll never have money, though. You'll never have money, though. And I was always like, I don't fucking care. Like, I'll live in a fucking outhouse. Like, I don't give a shit as long as I'm doing what I love. That's literally always been my answer and it like still is but <laughs> it's not as simple and I'm not like saying I'm you guys know but I'm just thinking out loud like it's just not as simple as a place to live because if that's all we had to worry about then that's one thing but it's literally like insurance yeah. like all these things also I mean I'm speaking on Southern California but when you're getting an apartment, it's like fucking three to four times your rent. Yeah. Like that's like who the fuck? If an apartment is like three thousand, who makes three to time three to four times their three thousand dollars? Like, I'm sorry, the people I know don't make that much money a month. Yeah. I don't understand how how people can get apartments and survive. Like it's absolutely insane. Like who makes fucking three to four times their rent? I'm sorry. That's why the houseless crisis is so fucking ridiculous in this it's... country. Because there are some people that are houseless, not because they have no money, not because mm -hmm. they have no job, but because they can't qualify for shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, my rent is $1,200. Well, in order for you to qualify for that rent, you need to make $3,600 a month. And like low income housing is few and far in between. It's not like that That opportunity is everywhere. Um, I looked at low-income housing in California and and also it's still not, it's still expensive. Like it's mm -hmm. not like it's cheap. It's still expensive. But um, it's like you have, it's like there's like a waiting list. Like so many people need if they want an apartment and it's literally a bed with like a sink. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. not anything nice. Um, but it's like you have to get on a waiting list because there's not a lot of options like this. And also- yeah. I get this is why I get so annoyed when people are like, well, that houseless person has a phone. Like, why can't I'm like, 
are you gonna fucking compare like phones to fucking like apartments and insurance and like all these things like phones are really vital for a lot of houseless people so like stop well how do you want a person to stop being houseless yeah you don't have a phone how am I gonna apply to a job Mm -hmm. and have someone call me for an interview or call me to tell me that I got the job if I don't Mm -hmm. have a fucking phone yeah like a phone it's like would a be step. the number one essential thing that you would right. have. Like, they probably got that, and now they have to work towards something else. So, like, stop assuming. <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know if anyone who listens to this thinks stop that. It. But <laughs> stop assuming, because it's it's not that simple, man. I don't know how we got to this topic. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I think, I, I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> how we got here. Like this is all over the place. Oh, well, we were talking about how you didn't know where you were gonna live based oh, off. Of yeah. Well, essentially, it all comes back to money. <laughs> like America. Like my. If you wanted me to just sum up, like my biggest stressor right now, it I'd probably say money, financial, and not because it's always like necessarily that, but like I could take all of my situation and come. It'll come back to like money. Or, like, job. But that is money. Yeah. (laughs) So, it's like, are there other things that aren't affected by money? Sure. But, like, can they be assisted by money? Yes. Like, money can buy happiness. What's that Ariana Grande lyric? Whoever Whoever said 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 money money can't buy happiness. happiness. Never. Why can't I think of the fucking rhythm to that? I can. Is it in Seven Rings? Yeah. Send that money. <laughs> Never had. Fuck, this is gonna bother me so much. Send that money. Probably had enough money to solve it. Wait. Yes. Whoever said money can't solve no problems must never had enough money to solve them. There it is. <laughs> but I was like, period, bitch. Like, are you kidding me? Because like, ah, uh, fucking hell. Did you see her post? Can we just talk about that? I did see her because I like off. actually, like, and I cried. actually feel bad because I did make a comment the other a day. A comment, like you actually typed one? Oh God, no! I don't comment. I was on like, anything. that's so unlike you. I, no, that would be so I would surprising. Never do that. No, out loud. I'm pretty but, sure you were there. Oh, out of concern, but I, I now that I've heard her speak, I'm like, okay, well then. Yeah, but I also think, I have no right being concerned about you. I have, don't know shit about you. But I mean, it, I also think it's like kind of a normal reaction to feel some type of like, oh, I'm a little like, are you okay? But it's not like you t- like go on there like, are you okay? Like she, yeah, she can, I'm not going to badger like, you about it, it. I'm just right. thinking in my head. She doesn't need millions of her followers to like point out something that I'm sure she is fully aware of. And she has plenty of people in her circle, what she said in that video. Like I yeah. have people around me, like I don't need also like we just like what she was saying essentially just stop commenting on bodies just stop yeah like they're they're need positive negative whatever you think you're doesn't matter if you think that you're being nice nope just don't comment on people's bodies like it should just not be a part of the conversation unless you're like oh my fucking god you're so fucking hot like look at your fucking snatch body like fucking like i'm all for that but (laughs) only praise but even then like you have to be like careful with your words yeah like I mean, even don't snatched. say yeah but snatched in my head doesn't mean snatched it just means like hot okay fair fair like you're looking good snatched but I do know that snatched also means yeah 
but I didn't mean it that way but like the amount of times when I when I had when I lost a lot of weight which I gained it back but that's fine when I lost a lot of weight literally like every person would be like oh my god you're so skinny which like at the time I was like well yeah but like <laughs> okay do, do you just look at my bodies at the first thing you see um and also like now that I've gained weight again like all now I it creates a how... complex yeah you like okay well obviously one thing yeah no one comments on my on my weight now and so you're probably all thinking whoa she gained back that weight which like who fucking cares but like a comment like that you just don't realize what it could do and you have like no idea what that person's going through yeah um and praising someone for being skinny is just just not something you should do yeah I always am so aware of that even if I which if I think it in my head that's my own fucked up association with you know how I've been brainwashed of like Mm. oh like this is the positive way to look like that's, yeah. that's shit that I'm still trying to unlearn for m- myself and for how I yeah. subconsciously perceive other people. But I've always been well, so and probably trying- how. Sorry, I was just gonna say, and probably how like e- things you heard, saw, and experienced growing up that you don't even recall now. Exactly. Yeah. So I've always tried to been tried to been <laughs> try to be really aware of like never complimenting someone on their weight on their weight yeah oh my god you look so skinny or you look even like you look so toned or you like I yeah I just yeah it's really it's like I'm sure there are situations where it would be fine but it's almost like just train yourself to not because it's just gonna be better in the end um and I'm sure I've said things in the past like about like that I thought in the moment yeah yeah, that in the moment thought I was being I was complimenting a person, but I have no idea how that affected them. Like maybe that yeah. was not the right thing to say. Um, oh my god! So, you look and especially so skinny. like great, I just threw up my lunch, so I guess I'm gonna throw up my dinner too. Like exactly, you never know. And from, I mean, we're two people coming from like cheer dance backgrounds, so trust that we've heard all the kinds of shit that you could ever hear about bodies. All the things. Um, because, I mean. My experience with with cheer was very much like you are a piece of art, like you're performative and you should look as such. Like perfection was always sought after. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I don't know, same with dance in a way. And like, uh, like to be a good dancer is to be petite. So it's just like we're fucking brainwashed in a lot of ways and like our minds are warped and it's it takes a lot to fucking undo. I'm so sorry we went off off. Went off. God, I'm tans. really struggling to talk today. <laughs> Another tangent. Oh my god, we haven't said tangent on here in so long, I feel like. I think we said it last episode. I oh. think we said it right at the beginning. We tans. started and it was an immediate tangent. <laughs> um, it's just so natural that I don't even notice it anymore. It's impossible. It wouldn't be the podcast if we didn't tangent. So, didn't have a tangent. If we didn't tangent, it's not a verb. We should just rename it. <laughs> the tangent. <laughs> tange I love the name of our podcast like at the time I didn't realize like how cool it was and now the amount of times I hear people say like it's time I'm like that's our podcast (laughs) thanks for the shout out thanks for advertising us (laughs) yeah 
Um, but yeah, very off topic. But I don't know. It's like, what more can we talk about with the unknown? It feels like I don't know what to talk about specifically about it. It's more so like the situations and the feelings that come up when those things happen. Yeah. You know, it's like. Well, what I talked about in therapy today was. Ooh, share. The reason. I mean, bottom line, the reason we don't like the unknown is because it's out of our control, right? Like we already addressed that. That's what it is. Yeah. So as far as things you can do to help my therapist mm-hmm. fully gave me permission to like go get a massage or get my nails done or something <laughs> she was like Ooh, I love that she's like if the only thing you can control is like how you treat yourself today then go control it like I told she was like what have you been doing today? whoa I love that and I told her about our weekend <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> I was like, thank God Bri's here. Can you imagine if you weren't here right now? Oh my God, I would be. Oh my God, it was kind of like universe timing. Fate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, I, f- I felt a little bit better yesterday and I had this realization of, okay, well, if I can't control anything, I can control how I treat my body. So I like worked out after school and I made myself a good dinner and I lotioned up after my shower and whitened mm-hmm. my teeth. Like... <laughs> I was like, I can't control I love, it. And I love that. Then she was like, well, what are some things that like maybe you don't normally do? She she asked me about a massage. She was like, how to like, have you done that before? How does that feel? And I was like, honestly, that creates a whole nother layer of like social anxiety and like a person. Yeah. And, like, yeah, our massage yeah. Is nice. absolutely. But I don't think I can handle all that other shit. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, well, what's something that relaxes you or feels um god what's the word I'm looking for this isn't the word I'm looking for but you know like feels special feels out of the ordinary for you extra Mm -hmm. relaxing and I was like well I don't normally find nail nail salons relaxing but wherever I went right before Europe last year oh my god Mm -hmm. they like there was like a water feature and they played the Zen music and no mm. one tried to talk to me. They just like did. Like, oh. And I let me, I hate like, when they people try knew to talk they like created that. a relaxing environment and <laughs> wanted to let me relax. Yeah. Do you remember the place? Yeah. It's by my friend's apartment. So I'm going to do you? that at some point. She was like, just like something that feels a little luxurious. Yeah. Well, I like, I like that. Like that advice is so is so great like you can't control this but what can you control like that's what really stuck out to me and what you were saying yeah. because not only are you treating yourself but you're I don't want to say distracting but you're letting your brain focus on something else that essentially will make you feel better and it's like oh yeah I really like that like yeah it's like focus self-care. on what you can control it's self-care and kind of like rewiring your brain because I think Mm -hmm. you and I are very similar in the way of like we spiral. So like we can't control certain things going on in our lives right now. So all we can think about is all the things that we cannot control or all the things that are not. Yes, it completely takes over my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like reminding yourself as you're doing it of like, I'm making the choice 
to go do this right now. Like no one's controlling whether or not I do this. Like I've decided yeah. this is what I want to do. Like giving yourself a little reward in that way of like, look, yeah, you decided that. <laughs> Even like I never let myself go out to dinner. I told her I'm like really cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not cheap. that I don't have money. You're just to- financially responsible. <laughs> I don't know. It's too an extreme. I think it's okay, like beyond okay. financially responsible. I like, okay. I deny myself certain things. Mm. Unless and I'm the opposite. <laughs> I let myself have too much and then I have no money. <laughs> That's my, oh my God. Am I oh okay? My God, are you okay? <laughs> no. So I was like, well, shit, even if I like don't have time to go get my nails done or something, if I like walk and go buy myself dinner, like when do I ever mm-hmm. buy myself dinner for no reason I'm not going out with friends mm-hmm. not someone's birthday like I'm just gonna treat myself to a dinner that I didn't cook that sounded yummy you know yeah yeah treat yourself that's another reference that you don't know treat yourself I know it in the do you content content Person- context it's a of pop culture not treat pop yourself culture. 2011 pop culture pop culture that's the right term yeah yeah, it sounded yeah. yeah. But I had no yeah. idea. Parks and Rec fans, you know. Treat yourself 2011. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's good. To, it's great to treat yourself. And especially like, and it, it's great because it can be anything for anyone. Like for you, because you don't spend money on yourself, like going out and spending money on yourself is great. And if, Maybe you spend too much money on yourself. <laughs> Find out something to do. Like, like there are like very attainable ways to do that. Like literally it could be any type of self-care. And that's so, it's so great when there's a very attainable way to help. It's like, we're not telling you to go fucking yeah, it could be something spend this or in your apartment. Right. Like, right. Or go to the fucking Dollar Tree and buy yourself a brownie mix. Like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't have to be something super expensive. Why did I assume you were talking about, like, brownies? I was like, oh, okay. Like, make brownies? <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, what else would be a good thing? Well, let's you share. never take our... the time to take, like, a long shower. Oh, my God. Why? I literally had the situation today. I was, like, rushing to get out. Like, why am I rushing? Yeah, like, just. There's things to do. I'm like, no. Let me just Light breathe. a candle. Yeah. Turn off the light. If you have essential oils, like drop some of those bitches. Yeah. Shower if you can take a take bath a and you like it. Shower. Take a bath. Yeah. If you take a bath and you're not grossed out. <laughs> it, in the past, when I've taken baths, I had I shower first. Shower first. Yeah. yeah. Clean. And then the bath becomes more like spa. Yeah. Because you're like, I'm clean and I'm just like soaking in water. But you do you. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I don't have a bath, so I can't do that anyway. But yeah I think I just want to I mean I don't even know how long this has been but I just want to share our weekend because I feel like this I mean it's not necessarily an example for one of these things but it's cute and fun yeah and it worked out fucking perfectly (laughs) I just think and like you don't have to go to like our extreme of like we got really drunk but like when like us making a staycation at home like making a place that is not boring but an everyday place something more exciting mm-hmm. actually it's really fun so on Friday I I don't know when how this idea just it just like 
it just happened. I don't know. I think we had Aperol and I was like Aperol spritz. And then I was like South of France summer. Oh my God. I'm going to transform my parents' house because I'm, I'm a parent's house into the South of France. So I wanted to have it all ready by the time Kaylee walked in the house. But it also um, was like universe fucking yeah. hello because what she didn't know is yeah. I was a half hour late getting there because I had a meeting with my union rep to talk about all this shit. Yeah. And the union rep literally was like, I don't know if you drink. <laughs> yeah. Like, you have a drink me, or yeah. one or two or three. And I texted her that and I literally arrived and I was yeah. the brand. She texted me that about the drinks as I was like finishing up putting the drinks out. <laughs> and like, yeah, I didn't know that you were literally going to have a situation that day. I was just like, oh, I wanted to like, I mean, life is stressful and like things have been hard. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll do something yeah, just like a fun. fun. But who fucking knew that it would end up being like fucking perfect timing. But yeah, French music playing, beach on the TV, <laughs> Aperol spritz, cheese board, like. I had my bikini on and I was like, bonjour, when you walked in and it was really funny. Your and face I was, was a just fucking like, bitch. I had a two. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not a bitch, but she was just like, hey, I don't know what you said, but you like walked up the stairs just like, so I could like feel your energy. Like it was just not like it was negative. And I was like, it's fine. We're going to like turn this around, um, which you don't need alcohol to do, but it was a nice assist it in the nice fun, assist. in the fun. It wasn't like we let's not lie here we all know we like to people drink when things are hard that's just like life but um so yeah it was really really fun night and we played games and got very intoxicated yep and then we were very hungover the next day hungover (laughs) as fuck definitely hungover I think that's the worst hangover I actually have ever had yeah it was pretty rough like I was on and off nauseous yeah the entire day I think it was like the length of it was like the yeah. longest yeah ever and then on like sunday literally which, until we woke up the next day i was hungover <laughs> and we were both pretty depressed all of sunday and maybe that was a combo of like life the sunday scaries and the, the fact that we're coming off alcohol which is a depressant which makes it <laughs> makes you a little more down um essentially again it's just the fluctuations of adulthood like you fucking like you don't know like you didn't fucking know last week that that was about to happen to you no <laughs> and it just fucking happened it's like uh, one day you think this the next day okay it's different and adulthood is constantly shifting like constantly you just had to, okay this now i'm going over here oh that's fucked up okay now i gotta go over here <laughs> that's fucked up. oh okay we're gonna this way. <laughs> like that's what i'm learning is adulthood and it's hard as shit and a lot of times I'm like, fuck, I want to be a fucking kid. I don't want to have to worry about my taxes and my health insurance and what benefits my job has and how to get approved to get an apartment and if I'll ever be able to buy a home someday. And like, is this relationship going to be great? Or is it going to, am I going to get fucking hurt? Cause like, I mean, if you don't, if you're who someone who's so secure, I know, like what? I don't understand people who don't. Maybe that's a anxious attachment anxiety thing, but. I'm constantly like yeah sometimes it's like I I'm, think our our world is like I know, it's I'm hard like, to tell if everyone feels that way or if it's just because the two of us right have I'm like anxiety, do people ever depression and an anxious attachment <laughs> we're just completely fucked don't even mention the parent issues in there as well like we're just like an echo chamber to each other 
yeah which is great thank god it would suck if i was like we were constantly saying stuff that the other person like had no idea about it would... yeah it's nice that we can like come on here and talk about it and have similarities but it's also like really intense especially when you're both when you're like two best friends both going through pretty shitty times and you're like trying to like help the other person but like you're like okay I gotta like put on my mask but like I gotta like help you and like (laughs) it's definitely hard but it's also good at the same time um but it is nice when one of us is like doing good and the the other one support yeah yeah (laughs) But well, you know, it's like never want anyone to do shitty, but right, right. It's much but more it's ideal like... when we're not both shitty at the same time. Although not sometimes it is nice to stew together. I was gonna say, I it is nice when you don't have to like explain how depressed you are and how you don't want to do anything, like, and the other person's down to just like sit there and not do anything with you. Yeah. Um, that was like Sunday. It was like we were both in like we're not gonna like talk that much today. Like we just kind of want to stew and like yeah. that was the energy, um, which is needed sometimes. And then Friday night was more of a like let's not think about uh-huh. shit and let's just have fun. <laughs> I don't know. And Maybe Saturday was like example. let's just keep <laughs> our food in our stomachs. <laughs> let's not yak on the fucking side of the road. Hopefully. <laughs> um fuck I was gonna say something else but I don't know but but yeah I don't know I feel like I don't have much else to say because I feel like I'll just keep like repeating the same shit um because I tend to do that I just tend to like talk about something in a different way over and over (laughs) is that normal I don't know um but yeah into the unknown into the unknown well we'll have updates for you guys on here so yeah like Next good or bad i don't know life will either be shittier or a little less shitty <laughs> does that make you feel better though knowing that you'll know next week yeah it fucking does i wish i knew goddamn yes now yeah <laughs> bro it's like when it like universe can you just give me a sign please <laughs> your universe your universe your life could be different next week literally it could your be different could tomorrow be different any day any day i don't literally don't know anything anymore <laughs> <laughs> two that's essentially two. that's a ten potentially that's essentially been my life for the this entire year all of 2023 has been I don't fucking know what's going on the entire year. There has not been one moment of this year where I felt, I know what I'm doing. I got this down. It's, it hasn't happened yet. It's coming. I'm like, I'm not entering my Saturn return. Am I like, do you know what that is? I ain't got it's no like clue. This, the rotation of, or the, the, not the rotation, but the track Ash. of, no, like the, the time of how Saturn rotates, not rotates, but like rotates. Rotates, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like every 30 years. So around like you when you turn 30, usually it's like starts when people are like 28. You go through this like really intense, what's like, yay, we get more to look forward to that. Um, this really intense transformative <laughs> period where like everything kind of gets up in the air and it's like a lot of people describe it as really rough because it's like the craziest transformation but then again I think that's why a lot of people like really enjoy their 30s is because they're like kind of like 
not only have you figured stuff out, but you've like gone through your Saturn return. But a lot of the shit that has been going on for me this year has been that type of thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But also really mature for your age. So you got it a little early. Am I though? (laughs) (laughs) Also, we just had an Aries full moon, which was like fucking horrible. Um, It was rough, but we're, we're standing. Maybe we could do a fucking astrology up one time though. That would be kind of fun. That'd be cool. I'll just listen. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'd be fun. It'd be fun to talk about like, I don't know, we can get into some stuff and we're definitely going to do an episode on love languages and, and personalities. I was going to say personality signs, but personality types and all that. Lots of fun content coming up. So thank you. Do you have anything else to add, Kaylee? Any any advice for anyone? Because I have none. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I think I think the best like like when you were saying this, I was like, we should end on this because literally it was. I think the best advice to come out of the episode was focus on what you can control. Like put your time into what you can control. I think that's the best thing to end on. I think that it's not going to solve all of our unknown stresses, but it definitely is something that I'm going to use. Um, thank you for listening. <laughs> Why does my voice always switch when okay. I do the outro? Da, da, da. Thank you for thank listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening to the It's Time podcast. Um, new episodes. I, ew, I hate when I say um. New episodes every Wednesday. Um, I'm fuck. <laughs> I'm Mariah. That is Kaylee. We will see you next week. God damn.